All right. What's up, everybody? And uh, welcome to episode number six of the Nerdy as Hell podcast. Um, I am your host, Matt, and I am joined today by my same array of friends that have been here all six weeks. We've got Jake in the top left, Chris in the bottom Hello. left, Cheyenne at the bottom right. Um, Hello, boyos. This, Hello, everybody. I'm sure if you're hey. watching this, obviously, it's not live. You'll be watching it on YouTube. Um, this week we had some scheduling issues for Monday night, and we've been thinking about recording it, <laughs> pre-recording it anyway. So we're going to pre-record it this week. Um, I'm going to have a premiere up at 8.30 on Monday. Obviously, if you're already watching this, I guess whatever. But um, yeah, so this week we're going to talk about um, some news coming out of Sony about the PS5 that came out about two days ago. Not the PS5, the news mm-hmm. about it that came about two days ago. Um, then we're going to talk about um, some villains that we really, really love to hate. All right, let's get nerdy. And we're back and we're back okay so how is uh, welcome back everybody yeah how is everybody's weekend going seeing as though we're recording a day early it's good it's it's been fun and it sucks that mine is ending tonight yeah i mean i guess i guess i guess uh 95 of the countries is ending tonight as well but normally i have three-day weekends every weekend and I hate life right now because work is awful. Mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah. Uh, I heard uh, Miles took a tumble this week. Uh oh. She did. She did. Okay. Take what a happened tumble. there? Yeah. When, when you, when you ghosted us for from uh, Among Us. Well, she likes to get up on her little. It's a, literally a kid size like armchair of Mickey Mouse, and um, we were gonna. I was. I texted Matt to see if he wanted to play some Among Us. And uh, she was playing, playing, playing. We we're getting ready to play, and then she stood up on it, and for the first time, finally fell off of it, and just we—it scared her more than anything. But it was a disaster for us to have to deal with. So, how long was she crying? Uh, about five minutes. Oh, that's not bad. More of a no, scared I, cry than exactly a hundred percent. Because we we were like looking at her, like, is she all right? Is she examining? <laughs> Had her? to inspect it, like. Yeah. <laughs> Still sounds okay. All right. Yeah, we're good. Every, everything works here. We're good. We're good. I'm glad she wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's me too. She's fine. She's running around watching Mickey Mouse right now. Man. Nice. Oh yeah. That's the life. Yeah. How was uh how was practice for you, Cheyenne, tonight? It was good. Yeah, we're slowly getting back into orchestra practice. So we're there's like five of us and we're spread out. <laughs> so five. Yeah, it's just the brass. I've never heard right of. Now. Okay, I was gonna say I've never heard of a five-piece orchestra before, but no, no, no. He's just got us in like sections, and so I'm in one of the brass sections, and it's just five of us, and we're you know six feet apart, and it's really hard to hear how it's gonna sound and practice. But yeah. um, you know, we're just kind of getting our our chops back because we none of us have really played that much, so we're just trying to get back into the swing of things. 
And for our listeners who don't know, what instrument do you play, Cheyenne? Oh, Good I play the trumpet. One, Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, I play the trumpet. I've been playing trumpet since I was in fifth grade. So how many years is that? Somebody help me. I don't know. It's a few. I don't know. Age, go Several. ahead and age yourself. Age yourself for all the listeners. Well, I, I'm, you 20, I'm 26 years old. So. That's such a lie. No, no, it isn't. I was born in 94. Uh-huh. <laughs> 26 sure. years. Anyway, so fifth grade, however old I was in fifth grade, which I was about. Fifth grade would have been 2004. 2005. 2004, yeah. 2005. So I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know how old I was. I'll figure so. it out. Can't you do the math there? If you were born in 1994 no. and it was 2004, you were 11. You were 11 at the most, 10 at the youngest. All right, let's say I was 11. You've been playing for like 16 I... years. 26. 10 years. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't do math. I never said I was a math aficionado. But you said she was 10 and she's 26. So. I, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. Oh, 11. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 15 15 years <laughs> i know i'm right i know <laughs> like i was <laughs> with chris the whole time and i i, think, I suck at math i didn't sorry. think we were Me still too. on that subject there no no we're still on it anyway <laughs> oh my God. a long time i've been playing for a long time and i i love playing it so that's what i'm doing oh very cool very good cool. i'm glad still on the, awesome. on the small talk subject uh chris i just saw that you guys are wearing your highlighter green jerseys with your navy pants fuck i hate that that's disgusting Ooh. prepare to claw your eyes out Ugh. at least you'll get a win i hope so but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk any shit right now oh, anybody <laughs> got any, anything anything interesting happened to him this week uh i because I've been a scared little bitch the entire time I've been playing this game. Finally started playing ranked mode in uh, Rocket League. Oh, a scared little and... bitch. I thought you were going to like come out and be like, guys, I've been playing a horror game this week. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I ranked up to Silver 3, which to most people is garbage. But for me, first time ranking, that's okay, pretty that's good. that's better than me, man. Good for you, man. That's not bad at all. Dude, it took me fucking six years to get to Silver in League of Legends. Yeah. So I'm, well, I'm pretty got, happy I got... that. I got something. Oh, you got something? I haven't played. I haven't played Dead by Daylight in like a week, and I played today. So. Oh wow! <laughs> nice. Okay. I was really happy. Wow! About thank God for that, be, man. Being be able to play. Thank God. It's my for favorite that. game, right now. And I got an imposter win. Ooh. We got an imposter win. That's right. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay, that yeah. that Two was weeks. so. Dude, I went. I, that was. I'll dumb. be honest. I I, I checked my super low number of stats, but I think I have a I have a sixty. Five percent win rate as the imposter. Nice. Where'd you come up with that? You can look at your stats, stats in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can look at your stats. Yeah, yes. open it up on Steam and then you'll see at the bottom right corner there's like a bar graph or something. Click that and it'll show your stats. I'm just oh, good at lying, stats. apparently. It's also like that on mobile if you play oh. on mobile. <laughs> Trumpets Our Life is now playing Among Us. I see that. <laughs> Totally. While you guys talk, I'm going to be over here playing. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my stats. I didn't know you could look at your stats. That's pretty <gasps> sucks. Has anybody tried, uh, made any attempt to pre-order any PlayStations or anything again? Hell no. Allison exposed the fuck out of me this week. Exposed the fuck out of you? Yeah. She posted this meme on, no, she posted this meme on Facebook. And it's that one from, it's John Krasinski from The Office. Uh-huh. And it's uh-huh. like the whiteboard with two things and he's going... Hmm. 
and uh i didn't like, see this tweet it said it was on facebook so you wouldn't oh. have seen it but it said if the price of the ps5 is higher than your credit score you don't need one <laughs> she was like she's like jacob this is your wake-up call i was like wow oh, huh. <laughs> oh man damn i have five so. total wins as the imposter what what's your percentage though because then it, you, it'll show how many times you've been the uh, imposter also. Yeah, so I've been the imposter 13 times, and I've won five out of 13. Not good, because everybody throws me, me under the bus. Everybody throws me under the bus immediately. Because they know. It's not like That's they're a, lying. <laughs> no, even when I'm not. You can't be thrown under the I'm bus. Not. I don't think you can. Can you be thrown under the bus if you're not innocent? Uh, you I don't... can because when I'm crewmate, I still get thrown under the bus. So, but I mean, in general, like, is that is that statement usually made for people that are innocent? Of well, whatever? maybe you shouldn't be so fucking sus. Yeah, apparently, sus apparently. Right now. Right, it's it's Cheyenne again. Yep. Who are we voting, Cheyenne? Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. No. Oh, that echoed really weird. Please don't do that again. That was weird. <laughs> that sounded terrible. That sounded terrible. All right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and move on to some uh, some news we got this week um, mm-hmm. about the PlayStation 5 that uh, came out about... God damn it, I'm going to say it in that weird phrasing again. The news that came out about two days ago, not the PS5 that came out about two days ago. <laughs> this is being recorded on October 11th, so yeah, we're about a month away still, so... Not to uh, add any confusion there. But, um, so, it turns out the uh, PlayStation 5 is going to be backwards compatible to about uh, 99% of all PS4 games. Woo! I wonder which PS4 game they're like. Not this one. Knack. No, I don't know. Fuck Knack. (laughs) Knack. (laughs) So, does this this expedite any purchases on our end? No. 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 Yeah, no, it's cool no. for me, but I now I can just let my brother have my PS4 uh, if I can still play my my games. It's not worth it to me. I mean, it doesn't change the fact that I still can't. I still have to have an old CRT TV to play, yeah. you know, old uh, PS2 games and PS1 games that I still love to play. Yeah, I guess it's more, it's just a convenience factor of not having to switch consoles and controllers and shit. Um, but what I will say, the good part about it, there is uh, something they're implementing called Game Boost. So it's not just going to emulate these games. Um, it's going to increase load times. Also, it's going to improve uh, and uh, more stabilize frame rates uh, for some titles, up to 60 FPS. And um, even some titles will have an unlocked frame rate and resolution boosts up to 4K. That's, that's kind of cool. Um, and PlayStation VR will be compatible with PS5. Uh, that's good. So, yeah, that is also nice because I was uh, really feeling for anyone that had bought a PS VR and uh, they were like, uh, I guess I got to keep my PS4 to play this. Yeah, because, I mean, a PS VR is about 300 bucks alone. Yeah, yep. So yeah, that's, also, that's nice. Unrelated. If you're gonna spend three hundred dollars on VR, get a Quest Two. Just saying. Yeah. Oculus Quest Two is three hundred dollars. The one, the one that I got, like literally three or four months ago, was five hundred, and I'm kind of annoyed. Mm. Hmm. 
but it was worth it though oh yeah hell yeah it's awesome i mean i'm just saying but you know um but yeah so does uh, any of this stuff mean anything for you guys not really i, I, I don't go ahead chris if they if they suddenly if sony had suddenly announces that um ps1 and ps2 titles are going to be backwards compatible on the ps5 that would actually pique my interest yeah uh, ps3 also would be nice yeah ps3 would be nice well i mean the biggest thing though for me the reason why i didn't really care about backwards compatibility for the ps4 or the ps3 is because those are already in hd like you can you can upscale those to at least 1080p in terms of the ps3 because you can use an hdmi cable yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the PlayStation and the PlayStation Two is still kind of a glaring omission, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, especially since Xbox is going all the way back. Um. But I know it's not something that they really said in the past that they're focused on. So I mean, it's nice that it's there. Um, it's it'll be cool for me because now I can basically, like I said, completely just give my brother my PS4 um, and still play all my digital um, PS4 games on my PS5. My only issue is that I own God of War and Bloodborne uh, via disc. So that's a little bit annoying. Yeah, you'll have to get a disc drive. Dang. Uh, yeah, or wait. I'll just wait. I'll just wait for Bloodborne to like go on sale for like five bucks. Dude, Bloodborne was the free game of the month yeah. on PSN. Right. It was at some point. Is it? It's not right now, is it? it I, I think Days Gone be. is the free game, but I, I know it was at some point, and I was like, well, I already own it, so there's no point in... I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I R- didn't. I don't remember. But Yeah, that, that kind of sucks for me, but oh well. But uh, I'll probably utilize it for uh, Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like that to get that extra frame uh, boost and the uh, resolution boost. So that would be cool. Um, the the, the uh, quicker load times will be nice also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess it doesn't doesn't really change a whole lot though. It feels like like they slapped it in there. Yeah, because they yeah they talked about it so late. It feels like yeah like they slapped it in there last like, minute. Oh, fuck, we got to do this. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Because they're demanding know, that we yeah. do this. Yeah, because. Yeah, that's probably all it really is, honestly. It's probably literally just a straight like a up code, response. A code, yeah, that they decided they will just change that will allow it to read a PS4 disc. Well, it's it's a little more complicated than that. Um, I've, I've listened to a game developer discuss what it takes to be able to make games backwards compatible. So it's more than it's it's more than just throwing out an update and being like, okay, this game's playable. Because those games are built to run on that specific hardware, and we'll use, we'll just use Bloodborne as a, as an example, right? So Bloodborne was built specifically for a PS4, um, and you guys understand when you build two, when you build a game that comes out on Xbox and PlayStation Four, both of which are built from the ground up separately, correct? Mm-hmm. It's not just ported like we built this on the PS4 and built and then it ported it to the Xbox or whatever. Both of them are built separately. That's why a lot of times you get um, different glitches and shit. Unless you're Sega, and then you just don't care, and you build it on a common ground engine. Well, there's that also, yes. So, yeah, some some developers do it like that. But, yeah, so 
for the for an example, we can use um, Bloodborne. Like I'm saying, it was built for a PS4. They can't just be like, all right, we'll just port it to uh, PS5 and it'll just play. Um, they what they'll have what they have to do is they have to have a desig a designated not designated I'm sorry a dedicated team to designing a AAA quality emulator for the PS5 uh, to be like and when I mean AAA quality I mean like emulators like on PC and stuff work but they're they're not up to the same quality that something like the PlayStation 5 needs to be at. Because there, there's an acceptable level of glitchiness and an acceptable level of failures that is much much higher on PS, or on P, not on on PC stuff like emulators and shit like that. Because that I mean I, I would say it's probably a forty like thirty to forty percent of the time when I download an emulator it just doesn't even work. Um, yeah, I I tried downloading a PS One emulator and I had such a pain in the ass time trying to get yeah, it to work. Yeah, and and on a console like this. It needs to be damn near 99% success rate or else you're still going to get thousands of people bitching about it, even with a 1% failure rate. Yeah. <clears throat> um, like Xbox has a dedicated team to backwards compatibility where they have they basically programmed a workable emulator into the Xbox One hardware through an update to be able to run mm. those games. Um, that makes and it, sense. And they have to constantly be updating it and fixing glitches and shit. And then in addition to all that, you have to get the rights to redistribute the games because they have to be sellable again on that console platform. Okay. And, you you know, the copyrights and all that shit that you have to go through for all that. So mm -hmm. it's, it, it's unfortunately a little more complicated. What were you saying, Chris? And consider that old games like <laughs> PS1 and PS2 things, all these companies got bought out, went out of business yeah fucking, exactly you know the who knows where the licenses are now who has the yeah the rights to to various titles like my precious Zeno gears yeah monolith soft was just like gone so <laughs> yeah so it's 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 a lot slipperier slope nothing in the gaming industry is as easy as it seems um i mean a lot of these games take years and years and years upon years of ma uh, development and all that stuff. So, um, Duke Nukem. Yeah. Yeah. Duke Nukem looking at you, Duke Nukem. Um, yeah. took him way too long to be able to, to put that, that toilet with the turd in it that you could grab. It took, it took way too long to put that in the game. Um, something I actually didn't write down that I do want to segue to real fast. Sorry that we didn't, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but, um, this is just off the top of my head. So there was actually some cyberpunk news in the last couple of weeks about um, CD Projekt Red being shamed for um, crunching. Uh, like, like they went gold, which means that the game is finished and it is going into production. Um, mm. And they were the company. A lot of people are being shamed about the company because they were, um, quote unquote, they they're forcing their employees to work six days over and and overtime to try to you know get the game ready to go by November, and a lot of people were shitting on them. And I I think crunch in video game companies is bad. Like like for basically guilting your employees into working a hundred hour weeks and shit. You know that's crazy. And, 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 and you know basically not not legit threatening them to 
with like you know firings and stuff if they don't come in but you know that that culture that they breed is like well if you don't come in you know mm, we've got more people that want to do the job you know you know and the stigma is like well not the stigma but the 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 ex expectation is that you'll go to work at you know seven in the morning and you'll be spending the night in the office for three or four weeks like just trying to finish the shit um but yesterday i read an article that said that um the cd project employees actually put up a vote they were asked by their bosses whether they wanted to delay the game again or work overtime and finish it and the employees themselves elected to work overtime and work an extra day a week to get the game done by november 19th instead of delaying it again well then there's no harm no foul exactly I was just saying I'm just defending CD Project because I'm a I'm a CD Project apologist. Um, yeah, and, no, there's there's no harm. There's no harm in the group as a collective. Yeah, you know, yeah. saying yeah, no, I don't want to delay this again. Let's let's just put our noses to the ground and just grind this shit out, get it done, yeah. and send it yeah. out. Like, so because think I, about I, if you think yeah, about right. it, like if you delay it again. How many people do you lose because you're like, oh, well, screw it. I, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, I, I think there is definitely a Goldilocks zone in terms of how many times you can delay a game before people mm -hmm. are like, fuck it. I don't even care anymore. I'm tired of fucking yep. waiting for this. Yep. Um, And they're already in this sweet spot where they're really the last big game of the year anyway in November. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to wait too long. <clears throat> You know, because you don't want to, if you were going to delay it again, you would delay it probably till spring because you don't want to delay it till like the week before Christmas, because then you're just going to get one giant block of sales. The idea, a lot of the times around the holiday season is you, you, you want to release before Thanksgiving. You want to release before Thanksgiving because you get one big chunk of sales for people that want a day one. And then you get another big chunk of sales for Christmas. Um, so, and I, I, I'm not a marketing director or anything of the sort, but I would assume that you sell more copies that way. That's why they do it. I wouldn't assume that it's for any other reason other than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, it makes sense. Yeah, Cause you get like, like you said, you get the day one release and then you get black Friday through Christmas. Yep, People you get are black Friday buying, and buying, yeah, all buying. the way through Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Instead of getting a week of really high end sales, you get a month. Mm-hmm. That is a good marketing strategy. And then it gives you time to taper off. You're like, okay, we made mm -hmm. X amount of dollars. We can taper our sales down lower and lower until we exactly. Let also, think about this for the employees' perspective. If you delay it, you're working probably all the way through Christmas to the spring on this game. Whereas if you try, if you can get it out and work that extra day a week and for the next month, you can have you know that week off or at least Christmas off or whatever a couple of days there for your, you know, for your family to finally be able to be like, Ugh. because usually the way it works, unless um, they, uh, you know, gaming companies will hire a lot on the outside for development. Um, so a lot of those people on the outside um, can go like weeks or months between gigs, but the people in the, um, I would say in the office, I guess it, it, it depends on which company. I don't know. If CD Projekt outsources anything, I really don't. But um, I feel like for me, I would, in that situation, I would rather work the extra day for the month 
with you know a few extra hours every day trying to push it and then have that time Mm-hmm. to finally just be with like, your family you know and then go back to normal and then have that week or two probably not a week in in this industry but have a few days off for christmas or whatever um yeah but, i wish target understood that yeah <laughs> yeah no. working overtime everybody knows, since March. everybody knows that retail employees don't have families everybody mm-hmm. knows that I don't even work retail, though. Everyone knows that people that are employed by retail companies don't have families. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, I think, uh, unless anybody has anything else to say about the CD Projekt uh, crunch thing, um, that uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on to our main topic for today. Um, are we good? Everybody wants yeah. to go ahead and move on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. All right, yep. cool. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, I've got a few written down here. I don't know exactly how long we'll talk about each one of these, um, but I do have a quick disclaimer for anyone that wants to get really offended at maybe any omissions or anything like that. These, This is our list for villains that we love to hate. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily – and I mean like in a good way, like – you know, if it's if it's a good villain, you hate them, but you you know you you you're like you can appreciate the character. Most people can. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. And their motives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's there's villains that you hate because they suck, or that they annoy you, or you're you know they're just really stupid. But like these are these are our villains. Like some of them don't necessarily have the motives that you would see, like a mastermind would have, and some of them do. Uh, some of them come from really great performances. Some of them come from years and years of character buildup and development through their generations or their decades of existence. So this is just a list that we have thrown together. We may not have seen certain movies with certain villains or certain games, but that's, so that's all out there. Now we can get started, but by, by all means drop the hate in the comments anyway. (laughs) because i yeah, think it would leave be us funny. leave us suggestions too because maybe we'll circle back to this topic again yeah, at a different yeah, time sure. yeah um and yeah especially if there's one we haven't watched like uh, a villain that you guys really love you guys being the the audience um yeah. that we we don't know about and it'd be really cool to to learn and have a new series to watch so i yeah i agree um i will say this i was going to say this for the end um but i don't want people to get mad immediately we actually uh, omitted and left out any like slashery horror villains yes. antagonists and, off this list because and monsters, yeah, and like monsters and stuff like that. Um, we are we are planning on having a Halloween special episode of Woo-hoo. the podcast that uh, Cheyenne is going to host for us. So no pressure. Woo. She's no a pressure. huge slasher <laughs> film fan. And uh, stuff horror. like that, horror film fan. Um, Not just slashers. Slashers are good. So thing. we're gonna do that at some point. That's gonna be podcast only. There's gonna be no video because we're just gonna record it one night when we have time. It might be thirty yeah. minutes. It might be an hour. I don't know, but it probably just a won't bonus. be super long. Um, yeah, it'll be just a bonus episode. Um, so with all that said, now that I've have a had a ten minute long disclaimer about please don't judge our list. 
Go ahead and feel free to judge the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you. Yeah. So, uh, first on the list, this is in no particular order, by the way, except for probably the last two. I think we would all agree are better than all of the rest of these. But <laughs> um, this is in no specific list until we get to that the last couple. Um, so I, I put them in one category so that we could talk about it because they're from the same show. Um, but I have uh, Joffrey Baratheon and uh, Cersei Lannister, obviously from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, so who, who who wants to who wants to start us off on this one? Villains that you just you love to hate. So, I don't know if there's any love for Joffrey. I was literally about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, but there's... okay, he's just a shithead. <laughs> yeah, he's but it's an like... incestuous <laughs> bastard. But yes. you loved and... every second of watching him die. Oh right? yeah, you yeah, love him okay, die. Okay, okay, yeah, his his death was. But the show... spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. And he has to be a piece of shit for that pay- for his death to have any payoff. Which, True. which, by the way, I do want to go ahead and say. I honest, unfortunately didn't look up the actor. He is awesome, by the oh way. Oh my god, yeah. He did a really, really he, great he job perfect. of being a piece of shit. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've seen interviews with him. He's actually a really nice guy. Also, little Easter, egg, you, little Easter egg. Little Easter egg. He was in Batman Begins. He was a little boy. The little that he, boy that, that Batman throws the gadget to in Batman Begins. He's like, no one will believe you. No one, no one's going to believe me. He's like, show him this. Show him <laughs> whatever it is. That's Joffrey. <laughs> yep, yep, oh, that that's was him. cool. That was him. But yeah, anyway. That's so, cool. But yeah, he is an amazing actor. But man, the character is just so yeah. So why? Annoying. Why do we hate? Why do we love to hate this character, or these characters? If okay, Cersei. Well, well, Cersei is more yeah. of a. Cersei was more of a. I love to hate her because God yes. damn, did she play a villain that you're like. I don't want so, you to win, but damn so it. So smart and like she had Funny. a, yes, yeah, she had a, like she had a plan for everything and she wasn't going to take anybody's crap Mm-mm. or anything. And it's like, oh, yes, finally somebody who's just going to like stand up for themselves. However, she's pretty evil. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like, um, everybody's kind of evil. So I do want to say this is this is not spoiler free for any of these villains, by the way. We're going to go all yeah. the way in. So if anybody's yeah. wondering. So yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And and she got dealt kind of a shit hand, you know, like yeah. in life. And so she's making the best that I mean, she made some poor decisions. Yeah, but, but I mean, <laughs> there's that whole the thing, best. you know. I I do like the. I what I did really like about the way they wrote that character is they still kept it with like a little bit of the modernism in there where you look down upon, you know, b- giving your daughters away and shit like that and how shitty that is mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. shitty that used to be, you know, back in like, I, I would assume like when you think of those times, you think medieval times, you know, when they mm-hmm. would just be like, well, there's my daughter, you know, whatever. Fuck it. I'll, mm-hmm. we'll, I'll just give him, give her to what's his fucking face. Um, Three goats sold. Yeah. Yep. You know, and I, I love that. She basically had that chip on her shoulder towards her father you know, mm-hmm. all the time, which was great. As much yeah. as she was a villain, I still felt she was sympathetic. Her. She was a very she was a sympathetic figure at times, not yeah. in the last season yeah. or two, but uh, she was a sympathetic figure at times because she still got hers. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. got fucked up a couple times. You know, shit happened to her. Uh, I mean, she also you know had to walk through 
the, the streets city naked, naked and get yeah. shit thrown on her and stuff like that which was and she also awesome. watched basically every one of her kids die yeah yep. yeah every single one of them every single one of her kids died and like, they were was... her... go for it, chris her children were her primary motivation and Yes. Like ensuring yeah. their survival. And then when they were gone, she was just like, she, Yeah, yep. I'm on What's left? Yeah, I mean, she didn't yeah. care anymore. She didn't give a fuck. I have about to anything. say, it was it was pretty empowering because back in those times, like you were saying, um, you know, daughters were just kind of there to to make strong marriages and they to make strong like, alliances. Yeah. Alliances. They were just exactly. used as a political tool. And so for her to come from that to being the queen is like super like empowering because of like her own you can do genius and yes because of her cunning, own yeah. cunning yeah i'm not saying the ways that she did it was good i'm just I saying agree. like her coming that far and having that much power and being the queen you know is kind of is really cool so she was also another a really good example of a very strong female leading character yes i, mean, I think she ended up having third or fourth most screen time in the show so yeah um but yeah, no, great character. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to touch on Joffrey, though, um, I guess. Cause oh, unless yeah. anybody has oh, anything shit, else you fuck. want to say about Cersei. Um, no. Better character, Cersei, for sure. Uh, yeah. More hatred? Definitely Joffrey. Joffrey. 100%. Oh <laughs> but it was so well written. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. they, they basically, all the shit face moments that he had was straight from the books, which I have, I've listened to the first two and a half books um and he he's easily just as shitty in the books um but mm -hmm. yeah obviously they had great source material to go on but um yeah what about ramsey uh, bolton we're talking oh about god damn it why did oh, i forget god. why did you oh. forget about ramsey talk about don't blame me letdown. i've been asking you guys for villains for like three i know weeks. i know i didn't Chris think is the about only one that gave me any real suggestions <laughs> uh that's true. Oh my but, god. All right. Yeah, we're gonna yep. We're also gonna a, talk about Ramsey right after we're this. We're gonna talk oh, about Ramsey. Okay, but what bastard. I was gonna say about Joffrey was I was with so at the very beginning, very season one, when you get introduced to Joffrey, you get introduced to Joffrey through um oh what's her name? Starts with the S, Sophia. Sansa. It's Sansa. Her, Sansa. Sophia Turner's her actual yes, name. Sansa's um, whatever. Yeah, Sansa's um you get introduced Actually, to him Sophia through Jonas. Oh, that's right. She got married to Joe Jonas. Anyway, um, through her eyes, you know, her ideal, like idol, idolization of him, you know, and then for her, like she was in love with him and like, oh my God, he's so cute. And I totally want to marry him and whatever. And then you start to learn about him and it's like this piece of crap. Yeah. Wasn't it his fault that one of the, um, yeah, the hounds got her, killed. Her, her, yes, yeah, her, her um, direwolf lady direwolf. was killed. Yeah. Lady. Um, because Arya threw uh, a stick or hit him with a stick, I think, because he was being a piece of shit to um, the butcher's son when they were on their mm -hmm. way to King's Podrick. Landing. No, it wasn't Podrick. Podrick. He's a different person. Oh. It was the no. butcher's son. It was the hot pie guy. No. No, it wasn't him because he didn't die. So it was in the first couple. Of, I'm sorry. I've read. The, I've listened to the book, so I I, okay. I remember this recently. So yeah, no, they were on their way to King's Landing, and um, the butcher's boy from uh, uh, fucking God damn. Why do I? I'm thinking White Run. Obviously, that's not. It's uh, fuck. What is the the stupid ass city they the town they're from? Winter uh, it's Winter. 
How is no one? God Winterfell. damn it. I don't Winterfell. remember. Winterfell. Yes, Winterfell. I'm sorry. I always, I was thinking of stupid white run from shitty ass Skyrim. <laughs> I have a um, child yeah. climbing on the couch. For me, yeah, it's fine. So yeah, so he was coming with them. He was, he had like hung out with Arya a couple times and they were out like uh, play fighting with swords. Yeah. And uh, Sansa, Sansa and, and Joffrey were out riding horses and they rolled up on them and Joffrey like went to go and bully the guy because he was fat and said he didn't deserve to be, you know, swinging the sword or whatever because he was uh, getting his ass kicked by Arya. Mm-hmm. So um, then uh, Joffrey was bullying the shit out of him and then um, um, Arya defended her friend and hit him in the face with a stick and then threw his real sword into the fucking river. Yep. And then because of that, um, she told uh, Nymeria, which was her direwolf, to run away. She like That was a terrible scene to watch. I hated that, by the way. She's like throwing rocks and shit at her to try to get her to run away because they were going to... She knew that... Uh, oh, they would uh, the reason was her. because Nymeria jumped on Joffrey because, um, because Arya was fucking fucking with him yeah yeah fighting him and so yeah, the, yeah they yeah, were yelling the at each wolf, other yeah so the dire wolf so yeah nymeria grabbed rescue. his like like you know mauled him a little bit so then they just they killed sansa's instead because the queen cersei is a bitch mm-hmm. and uh even though sansa had nothing to do with it so yeah it was that that was that but yeah um joffrey's a bastard literally um and now we're going to go ahead and talk about another bastard that I can't believe I forgot about. Uh, I can't Ramsay believe I Bolton forgot about him either. Was probably, Damn. or Ramsey Snow, I guess he died, Ramsey Bolton. So, was probably my most hated character in this entire series. Same. Yep. He was like a sadistic fucking piece of shit. Dude. But I loved it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay, I had to say at the beginning I did because when he was um, torturing that one guy, the guy that I didn't like, the one with the rapey mustache, I forget his name. Dion. Dion. Rapey mustache. I hated him. Yeah, I did Reek. not like. Reek. Yeah, I love that part. I was like, go for it. Yeah, torture the crap out of him. I just wasn't expecting him to be as evil as he was. So, um, in the books, by the way. He, uh, I can't remember exactly how it went down in, um, in the show, but when, when Theon took, uh, Winterfell, uh, his sister met him there and told him that they needed to leave because she was basically telling him that there's no way he could hold the, you know, Winterfell because, um, he killed a bunch of people and uh, all the shit, whatever. But he was like, no, this is mine. You know, fuck it. You know, I'm doing At that this. point, they had thought he killed Bran Stark, too. Yeah, he did yeah. fake that, yes. And um, in the show, they uh, uh, Ramsey faked his own death spread, and then spread rumors about him being killed. And he, dis- he presented himself as Reek to then get into Winterfell uh... and take it from him, from, from Theon. That's not how they did it in the show. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe it was. If it is, I'm a fucking idiot, and I'm sorry. But I. I don't. I haven't seen that season in probably seven years. I think that was like season two. But um, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. But that's I, cool. Yeah, in, in the no, in the show, I don't remember him ever referring to himself or disguising himself as Reek because I believe the first no. time you see him is when he's 
helping Theon escape. Remember Quote yeah. helping him escape? I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. the first time you ever see him in the show. Yeah. Um, now you need to go back and rewatch that show. I know. I, I, I was thinking books. about making us do that and then like late reviewing the entire series so that we can shit on the ending. Okay. And get, oh, yeah. a, bunch, you know, and cool. get a bunch of views, obviously. Duh. Down. Duh. Okay. Super late, but yeah. Yeah, super late. So who um, else we got on that list? Yeah, we're going to move on now because we spent fucking 10 minutes talking about just the first one. Um, I'm sure this one is uh, going to be real nice for Jake. He's going to talk about this one. I don't have much to add because I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid, but uh, I've got Scar from The Lion King. I'm going to let you guys go. Um, I, again, haven't probably seen The Lion King since I was five or six. He's an asshole. That's all it is. He is He's an a scorned asshole. But, asshole. but he's, I can totally relate to him, though. Why? Well, because he wanted, like, he wa- he thought that his place was to rule. He was the older brother. Yeah, he was Mufasa's brother, right? Yeah, yeah, I do know that, yeah. He was also, yeah. and I might add, I'm sorry, I've only seen clips of the the re-released like uh, one, but I still think Jeremy Irons' voice in the old original animated one was better. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. It was good. But yeah, he is an asshole. I mean, yeah, like you said, Don't he scorned. He, th- he, thought, like he thought that it was his place to rule. And then his brother took over, and then his stupid little Simba child nephew is gonna take over which well, i mean i see you, i see where he's going like i see you where his thought be technical and you want to blame disney for this scar wouldn't have even been alive no yeah not in a not in a pride mufasa would have killed him because he was a stronger more alpha man well now. isn't that well scar lived far away he wasn't in the pride he was, yeah, he was, he was he in had, a pride when he awake, he had this. I thought he was. Yeah, no, I thought I thought Scar was outcast from the from yeah. the pride. That's the Lion King too. Oh, okay. So he was in Lion King one. He was in the pride, just like. Up, bro. But he yeah, but he he kind of lived. He, he lived apart. But you're thinking of Kovu, not Scar. I don't think I am because right. I don't even yeah. I didn't even know there was a Lion King too. So. <laughs> yeah, and there's also a Lion King one and a half. One and a half. Oh, stop. It's really um, good. No, Scar. He's, he's. Yeah, Jake's the huge know. Lion King fan. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. He's seen like he's seen the play and shit, or right? Yeah, I've seen it on Broadway. Well, not on Broadway, but I've seen the Broadway production. Um, you know, I went. I actually saw the movie before this little butt was born. The night before she was born. Um. Scar just has his his. It's it's, it's his motivation. That you're right, Shane. That he was supposed to be king. Mm-hmm. But. Again, you you have to because you can only assume we don't know what happened between Mufasa and Scar. Right. We can only assume that you know that there was some kind of battle battle between the two of them. Yes, Matt. If we're being honest, also it's it's literally the story of Hamlet, by the way. If anybody, yeah, didn't know. yeah. If anyone oh, didn't yeah, know yeah. that, it's it's literally just Disney's kid version of Hamlet. Yeah, for sure. So like, there there was definitely a battle before and you know it's kind of fucked up and you get a scar on your eye oh now your name's scar who knows what his name could have been prior but <laughs> yeah seriously scar across your face no no fuck you now your name's scar but um it was racks you know, before <laughs> shut up um 
but his his motivations are understandable. He's not a sympathetic villain, but he's definitely a. I see why. I yes, understand yes. why. You can not relate. What's the word I'm looking for? You can empathize. Empathize, yeah. Yeah. Because you got screwed out of your place. Yeah. But... Yeah, not sympathetic towards him because he is evil. But yeah. yeah, you can empathize with his motives and understand why he did what he did. But then you kill your brother and then assume you killed him. Then you're, just, then then you're then... just an asshole. Yeah, you're just trash at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least make sure your nephew's dead. Yeah, double tap. That's Chris's follow, moral. Follow, That's Chris's moral follow, of the story. <laughs> At least through. make sure your nephew's dead. Have that follow got a, through. You got a double, double tap. Double tap. <laughs> All right. All right. So Jesus. this one we probably won't talk about for maybe a couple, but for a couple minutes. Um, but the, our next one on the list is uh, Andrew Ryan from uh, from Bioshock, our first uh, video game villain that we're talking about. Um, if Chris, you probably remember a lot more about this than I did. I did play this game, uh, I think twice I finished, uh, Bioshock, but I know Chris, you played it a bunch. I only yeah. played Bioshock 2, actually. Andrew Ryan is like the founder, the, uh, I don't want to call him a deity because there's no gods and kings in Bioshock, like in Rapture, but, um, he's like the founder and, um, I don't know if he, I don't remember if he was the inventor of like the plasmids and the shit that gives you the abilities that you have. I think he might've been, but um, he's just like, as soon from, from the very beginning, he's like manipulating you. You're like, would you kindly blah, blah, blah. Would you kindly blah, blah, blah. Do this or do that task. He's just, I don't know. He's a fucking asshole. Is he the main voice that you hear over like yes. all the narration? Yes, he's the oh. guy narrating and talking to you the whole game with a different yep. voice. No, mm -hmm. oh, well that makes him manipulating deceptive. you into. Uh, doesn't he try to? What is it? He's trying to manipulate you to what? Uh, free him? Like what? Or like rid Bioshock from all the people that are that have like over overthrown him, right? Yeah, like kill all the the fucking splicers and random bitches running around doing shit because hmm. the plasmids kind of like i don't want to say they rot your brain but they give you like this ridiculous dementia make you really violent and, and insane and huh. um i i played like halfway through that game and i just i got stuck and i couldn't ever progress but that was when i was probably still in high school so i should probably give it a shot again yeah. i was thinking the Bioshock same thing hd collection is on xbox one and ps4 Mm. it was good yeah um, it was good i thought it was good it was a very good twist it was um for the game Thanks for ruining it for me you're welcome <laughs> but, he uh, dies yeah, like so a bitch he does he does you fuck him up pretty good so mm -hmm. um but we're gonna go ahead and move on to another video game villain that uh jake's gonna love we've got uh dr robotnik slash mr eggman <laughs> From, uh, Sonic or Dr. Eggman, whatever the fuck. This little shithead. <laughs> Dude, that's goals for my mustache right there. Oh, God. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, just Please spread don't. out like yeah. three feet past your ears. <laughs> um, so Dr. Eggman, I don't know if I hate him as much as I... I actually love him more than I actually hate him because he's just a stupid idiot. He's a genius. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um... 
And if you want to go off of comic book lore, I'm pretty sure it's his fault that Sonic exists in the first place. Um, fun fact, his, when before, so it was like a lab accident that created himself as Dr. Eggman now and Sonic the Hedgehog, at least if you're going by the comic lore. Um, his real name was Kinto, Kintobor. Avi Kintobor, that was his name. Obviously. And Avi Kintobor. And Sonic's real name was like Ogle, Ogleby or something. Like, I'm not even sure. Was he a was... person? No, he was a hedgehog. Oh, it was a like brown, a pet hedgehog? A brown hedgehog that was completely normal looking. And then some kind of Powerpuff Girls-esque explosion happened. And then you get Sonic and Dr. Eggman. Chemical X, man. It's a powerful Chemical thing. Chemical X. Um, but like he's smart and his whole motivation is just to destroy the world. But Sonic, it's just, that's just no good for Sonic the Hedgehog. So like, I don't know. He's turned into one of those. uh, I don't know. There's this guy I watch on YouTube. Um, and I'll probably bring him up again for sure. When we talk about another video game character, I'm not going to give away any names. Um, but he's turned into like a bully as of late, mm. not so much a villain. He was a villain, probably more so in his earlier games, you know, where he was still trapping little animals inside of robot suits and trapping the ro- the animals in like metal containers. Yeah. But as of late and most recent games, he's been kind of a joke Uh, (laughs) he's been the butt of all the jokes i would say you know someone like even though the game wasn't all that great oh fuck i'm forgetting his name um the villain from sonic forces was really cool god what's his name (laughs) infinite he was cool um but He's a he's a fun villain to love to watch fail. I think that's what my biggest part about him is. is yeah. yeah, it's funny to watch him fail. Um, I was gonna say we're we're gonna change uh, the name of this to uh, "Villains We Love, Villains We Hate." There we go. <laughs> okay. right. Is that better? That's that's better. That, yeah, that makes it easier because I don't necessarily hate him. Yeah, I think I think he's a fun character. Yeah, it was and... never meant like the villains we love to hate thing was never meant to be like literally. But you know, yeah. But no, he's he's definitely one of those characters that you're like, okay, what are you doing this time? Okay, you're fucking up the whole timeline. Fun. Let's figure out how to <laughs> fix this shit, and let's figure out what kind of continuity errors this game creates for the whole Sonic story. Because literally every time any game happens, it screws the whole continuity. <laughs> the whole if you want to say, if you want to say there's a continuity every time. He does something, it screws the whole continuity. Don't even get me started on Sonic 06. No, we're not going to. All right. We'll save that for a future episode where we talk Mm -hmm. about epic failures in gaming. Oh, my God. We're going to go ahead and move to Wait, does that mean I have to play it again? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or watch someone else play it on YouTube. How about that? Yeah, maybe I'll stream it or something. Watch a walkthrough. All right. So we're going to go to our next villain. 
Now, obviously, this character has been around for a very long time, decades even. Um, and if it's the one you're about, to, if it's one I think you're about to bring up, celebrating his 35th anniversary, isn't he? No, he's much older than that. Oh, okay. This one is much older than that. Mm. Um. <clears throat> way, way, way older. Yeah, way older than that. The devil. You got Ooh, him. Close. You got him. Close. Close. He, yeah, that Closer. goes under villains we love. <laughs> Warm, warmer, Jake, warmer. Yeah. But a lot of people would call he, him I was going to say, Satan. he's been misinterpreted as Satan. Yeah. Um, It is Dracula, of course. Dracula. Um, one of the all-time classic everlasting villains ever yep, for a long time so um, many I mean, iterations literally, of I would dracula even say it says the 1800s right mm-hmm. when the book was written yeah yeah i don't remember the exact date but um if you guys 1886 okay that was I'll look wasn't that right after uh i know frankenstein was before that right or was that slightly uh, after the actual book? i think i think frankenstein was before i'll have to look it up all right well while you look that up um, I did. I there's so many different iterations of Dracula. Um, I have only really seen a few. Uh, some not great. Uh, looking at you, Van Helsing. Dracula. Okay, it was um, Dracula was first published in London, May of 1897. It was whoop. a couple years off. It's pretty old. Pretty old. Over a hundred years old. So. Um. Yeah. So Dracula's been around a, a minute. Um, some would and say Frankenstein that he's, he's, he's a boomer. Sorry. Frankenstein yeah. was before? Frankenstein was in 1818. Whew. Almost Wait, 100 so years before. Several Jesus. years before. All right. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, Dracula. But the specific Dracula that I want to talk about first is the one from a very recent um, Netflix exclusive anime called Dra- uh, Jesus, not Dracula. <laughs> called uh, Castlevania. Castlevania. We've all seen this anime, right? Yes. yes. I've seen And I know we have because I've forced each one of you to see it. That's yeah, true. I haven't finished second season, but I have seen the first season. Oh. Oh. Jay, come on, He's bro. so much better. It's so much better. In the second season. Well, season. He oh. was still dead to me, so that's awesome. What? I didn't know he would come back. He was oh, still dead. Well. He didn't die at the end of season one, so you've seen season two then. Yeah, he died at the end of season two. Mm. Yeah. I just screwed it for myself. Season three is maybe what you're thinking of. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, anyway. yes. You know, I forgot that there was like a one season that was like four, four episodes. episodes. And yes. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. season two. Okay, yes. Okay. All right, we're still good. Yeah. No spoilers. I, I, I was going to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure you knew that. But anyway, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, so we're we're gonna he talk gets... about the first two seasons because, um, I guess spoiler, he's not in season three of Castlevania. But, yeah, because um, Alucard killed him. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I just said spoiler. I just I literally said spoiler. He's not in season three. And I was like spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> um, but yeah, so gotta reiterate the spoilers. Yes, yes, you did. Thank you. Uh, so Dracula can, can in I... Castlevania. Go ahead. Can I start off? So, yeah. First of all, I love the character. I loved Dracula mm-hmm. um, in Castlevania. Um, 
his motives were definitely understandable. They killed yes. his wife. And all he wanted to do was just live with her. That's all he wanted to do. He was just and done with human shit. And so am I at this so point. Related. So, <laughs> so relatable. Exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, this has nothing to do with the character itself. It's more so the design. Yes. I swear to God. He is so cool looking. And for some reason, <laughs> he gives me such, oh, I mean, God. They drew him so well, like they designed yes. him so well. But he looks like um, somebody I like to watch on YouTube, <laughs> and I wish they would do a cosplay of him because it would be perfect. Um, Aaron Hansen, uh, <laughs> Aaron. Aaron would do that Dracula such a justified, like a well. He'll do that cosplay so much justice if he like he really would. went all out out for it. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, the whole time I watched the series, I was like, uh, it, "It's Aaron, <laughs> it's it's Aaron, <laughs> Ego Raptor." For those who know him by Ego Raptor. Mm-hmm. So Chris, Dracula, Castlevania, go. You've been pretty quiet. I like that. Um, initially, he was basically a hermit. He just kept to himself. He kind of was just like, "Fuck off! I'm a vampire." Man, <laughs> just just like that. When yeah. he, when he, he met his wife, whose name I'm forgetting. Lisa. Lisa. When he met Lisa, she was just like, teach me, just teach me medicine. I just want to know science, please. I just want to learn science. And it, science. he showed compassion for her, which it shows that he's capable of it. Because she wasn't afraid of him. And then you see, like, after she's gone, he has no compassion left. That's it. It's gone. He's just like, humanity is a virus. We need to get rid of it. And he unleashes the hordes of hell, and he just doesn't give a fuck. If a million babies die, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. There's no good in humanity anymore after Lisa's gone. Yep. And I like how the show vilifies the Catholic Church. Yeah. They do it in a in a decent way because, like, you know how in the 1300s, 1400s, 1500s, they were like the Dark Ages, and in France and in England. If you were accused of being a witch, you get burned at the stake. Like Joan mm-hmm. of Arc, for example. Was burned at the stake. Mm-hmm. Just simply for accusations, it, you were guilty. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, she just was like in leading people in battle, but... Yeah. No, yeah. Salem, I, I, yeah. If, you read, if, you, if you read The Crucible, like we had to in high school. Yep. All just little, little girls being like, nah, she's a witch, and they burn them, hung yeah. them. Forgot about yeah. the Crucible. Fuck you for making me remember the Crucible. That's what Abigail <laughs> is about. The, the song. Yeah. Good, Motionless though. and white. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that, like, that song is literally like... about the the book. Mm-hmm. I like. And it takes that. a line from Daniel Day Lewis at the end of the song for the movie. I say God is dead. If if you guys haven't Not. listened to Abigail by Motionless and White, you should pull it up and listen to it after you listen to our podcast. Um. But yeah. So for me though. Uh, the, he's so um, honestly like they really flesh him out a lot in season two, um, and it's it's more of a tragic. He's tale. a tragic villain. He's yeah. yeah he's yeah. a tragic villain who um, basically um, you know he decided that for this woman he was gonna basically live as a like live like a man and walk mm-hmm. around and and see how people live and. You know, reconnect this, this, with his yeah, humanity. Reconnect with the the simplicity of how humans 
live and interact and stuff like that. Um, and uh, they, the church basically came for her because she was able to use the science that he taught her to, uh, to heal people and help, people. Uh, help them. And uh, they accused her of being a witch and killed her. Uh, because yeah, that would you piss know, me off science too. bad. They probably thought they were right though when he fucking came out of the, the fire like you goddamn shits. You have one <laughs> year to leave. Yeah, and then I mean the just the perfect, like you know even if that exact thing happened they would have and they celebrated it a year later on the day that he threatened to come back and they yeah. was like sir he was bullshitting he's a bitch. <laughs> and then he and came then and fucking murdered them all. Yeah. Yep. I'm just With saying no I I have to say I love I love Dracula. I love all the iterations of Dracula. I just love his story. Um did you guys know that um the guy that played uh, Count Dooku was typecast as Dracula for like 20 years? Hmm. Oh, uh, Christopher Lee? Sir Christopher yes. Lee. Sir Christopher Lee, who is a badass by the way. It is unfortunate that he passed away a few years ago. He was a lead singer in a metal band that he yeah. that he, he was yeah he was a lead singer in a metal band that I need did, to listen I'm, to by the way. I'm um, sorry to go off on a Christopher Lee tangent, but um, did you ever notice how his lightsaber, the helm, was, was angled? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. in his hands, so they made his his special for his hand. Oh, that's to cool. Hold out. That is cool. Oh, uh-huh. see, I read that his his thing was curved because um, his ancestors were. I'm gonna have to look it up, but he had ancestors that had the curved hilt in their swords, so they oh, as a maybe nod it was a combo their, of both, yeah. Yeah, as a nod to his ancestry, they did the curved hilt of the lightsaber. I don't know. I have to. Look um, another cool fact about Lee. Lee, though. Oh God damn it! He he um, was. Oh, you go first. You go first. <laughs> he was in a movie. He was in a horror movie. I think it was his one of his first movies with the actor that played Grand Moff Tarkin. And they were actually no friends. Yes, in real life. They were at, like re- in real life. Yes, they were friends for years and years after that movie. And uh, unfortunately, he was never in Star Wars until after that actor passed away. Um, you know, when he was in wow. episode two. But yeah. Um, my fun fact is Sir Christopher Lee also voiced like. So for some reason, Kingdom Hearts just manages to land like top tier A-list voice actors. He played Ansem the Wise. And even as a kid, before I was like super knowledgeable about, oh, that's this voice actor, or that's this actor, or that's this person, I, because of seeing Star Wars Episode Two, where Count Dooku was introduced, I knew that voice. Yeah. From the yeah. first time I played Kingdom Hearts Two, I was like, I know this voice. Who is it? And it turned out to be Sir Christopher Lee. He's right. just everywhere. Yeah, he's yeah. the nerdiest of all. I, I, that guy's awesome. I didn't know any of this information about him. I, I really didn't wow. know how awesome he was either. Until, no, he's uh, he's he <clears> is <throat> a badass. Yes, yeah. Look him up, Chris. Look at his uh, IMDb and all this stuff. Like, just go to his Wikipedia and read it. It's so fascinating. Like, he was in that. Yes, <laughs> he literally was stuck and typecast as Dracula for literally like twenty years. He he yeah, only he got typecast as villains well. because of Dracula. What do you say? He looks. He, he looks did it like so well, and that's why. Or is it just mm-hmm. his well, yeah? He's his first couple performances were really good, but then because of different actors or different directors and stuff, they took it in a more of a stupid, silly way, which kind of hurt him in terms of like his acting career. He was also. I'm pretty sure he was in. I'm. Pre- I, 
I think I remember hearing that he served in the British Army in World War II also. Hmm. So I'm almost I think certain. That's correct. I'm almost certain. It was maybe it was the British Air Force, I can't remember. But he served for England in World War II also. He is a badass motherfucker. Yep. And that's all that's all I gotta say and about Nazi that. killing some bitch. Hell yeah. Yep. And us as Americans can get all about Nazi killing. Yes. Hmm. Speaking of Nazis, <laughs> next one we have though is uh, Hans Landa or Landa, depending on how you want to uh, pronounce it, I guess, from Inglorious Bastards. Uh, if you're not familiar with the name, he's the uh, Christoph Waltz is who played him. Uh, if you're not familiar with who Christoph Waltz is, he is the German doctor in Django Unchained. He was also the villain in Spectre, uh, James Bond, uh, 007 Spectre. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Shit, I forgot that. Yeah, so um, this movie, by the way, is amazing if you haven't seen it. Um, Inglorious Bastards, really fucking good. Really I'll fucking good. It it's a Tarantino movie. It it's so good. Never seen it. I'm, uh, I, God damn it. I wish I had made you guys watch it before this episode. This guy, though, holy shit. That opening scene, though, when he, when he goes to um, a Jewish family's house farm? At their, in their dairy farm because he's looking for 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 Jews he's looking for them to you know persecute them um and make sure that this family isn't housing them and you see it almost solely from the perspective of this French girl and her family that are Jewish they're hiding in this family's basement under the the wooden floorboards while he comes in and um you know, it seems like he's a. He comes in, knocks on the door. He he basically asks them, I believe, like, you know, are, are you are you housing any? I I don't remember the exact words of this, but basically, he's there looking for for Jewish people, and he then he's about to leave, and then for some reason he he's like, no, I'm gonna turn, and he turns around, but he, his acting is so fucking good. He is so calmly sinister it's so disturbing watching him walk around in this movie um he does such a good damn job in this movie um christopher uh, christoph waltz so so good but he he keeps like every time he looks like he's about to leave he looks like he's about to leave and then he's like oh and then something else and then it, it, there's so much suspense eventually he discovers that their family is under the floorboards and he kills all of them except for the girl, I believe. Doesn't he, Chris? She runs away. And yeah, he's she, just she like, runs away and he says some weird lines. Or whatever. I forget what it was. Yeah. Um, it's but, iconic, though, whatever yeah, it was. He had multiple scenes like, like this that were just so, so, so good. Um, he's, he definitely stole, this, stole the show in this movie. Um, <laughs> but fantastic villain. Great performance as a stereotypical Nazi commander general guy. Um, huge piece of shit in the movie. Great job, though, Christoph Waltz. <laughs> huge piece of shit. Yeah. But he was a great actor. He did way better than Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt's I mean, fucking... Well, to be fair, no, like Brad his... Pitt was good in that movie, though. Brad Pitt was good in that movie. With his 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 super fake Italian accent, River Derci, <laughs> Aberderci. <laughs> they were like Germans don't have an ear for Italian, so he does it like 
so it's so good <laughs> it's so good way worse than you would imagine <laughs> they also kill hitler in this movie <laughs> at a movie theater this movie is yeah. definitely not uh accurate historically no. at all but it's, it's really just it's a really fun good. movie it's definitely good um, the bear jew yeah <laughs> the uh the bear jew is a guy in their american platoon um who is jewish and carries around a baseball bat and anytime they have captured captured Nazis, he basically beats them to death with the baseball bat. And they they they, how do you put this? Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt um, is the leader of a Nazi killing squad. Yeah, they're, specifically they're whole, Nazi killing squad. They, they their yeah. whole. They, when, in the beginning, he's like, each and every one of you owes me fifty Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. And they're literally <laughs> killing and scalping na- Nazis. And like, it's becoming like a thing that the uh, German army fears them badly. Yeah, it's it's really and funny. That's why they it's, call it's them it's the a great movie. Please watch it. Please watch it. Like, it's so like good. Like I said, I'll probably watch it this week sometime. It's so it's good. good. Yeah. All right, but going now to uh, a movie, two movies, two movies I know that we've all seen. I hope at least. Um, we've got. Uh, a certain comic book villain that will probably live on in infamy forever, and uh, I don't know if it will ever be topped what what they what they did with this character. But uh, we've got uh, Thanos from uh, mm-hmm. Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, and uh, whatever Just... other movies he was in the you know post credit scene of. Yeah. You're Who right, wants... though. He's another. Go shy, you're starting love first. To hate. Sorry, love to Go. hate. Yeah. Uh, love to hate one because, again, I understand his motives. Because, and this is, in, I guess, in poor taste for the people who said it before the virus, but there was a lot of people saying that we needed something like this to thin out the population because it's so, it's getting so overwhelming. And that's exactly what Thanos said. And that's what he did in the in the movies again spoilers but um it's just i totally understand like his views i guess like i understand where he's coming from not that it's right or that it was okay for him to do and then he he went kind of a hundred percent there was no gray area for him like with gamora yeah he was willing to sacrifice everything yes yeah there was no it was a hundred percent for his goal there's no yeah there was no mercy for his daughters you know um so that that was kind of shitty but you know i guess i mean you can kind of see where he's coming from so so if <clears throat> if you watch infinity war one of the things i picked up the most on is that you know you watch your movie and you're like oh it's a marvel movie you've got iron man you know star lord all them they're, they're the they're the protagonists they're the ones that you know we want to win initially the first time i didn't obviously you know you don't want thanos to win you don't you want the avengers to win beat the uh bad guy and move on to the next bad guy but going back and watching it over and over and over and over again you realize that thanos was the protagonist that was his movie yeah i agree 100 um, i agree so it's it's his movie like sure you follow thor and his whole journey is Thor was probably the closest one out of all the heroes that this was his protagonist movie as well. This, this was 
Thanos's movie. Um, and because we watched his story from his original motivation to how he's getting it done to him accomplishing and quote unquote winning and beating the quote unquote bad guys. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I mean, and, and you have to take into account that he's on this crusade. You can call it because it, he yeah, witnessed it's definitely it. a crusade. He witnessed it happen to his own planet. And it's coming from a sense of moral ambiguity that blinds him into thinking that he is justified in just eliminating half of the universe. I would also say yeah. there's a lot of ego there also. Yeah. <clears throat> like he comes off as selfless, but 100% there's a lot of ego there because well, you know he wants to put it on himself because he's the well, only one that can do it. And, he's and- playing God. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's a lot of like, like you said, a lot of ego to be like, I am the one who's going to decide the fate of the entire universe. Yeah, no one else gets a say because he's the strongest, so he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the strongest will. Yeah. Is well. Go, Chris. Well, but, yeah, go ahead. I, I've only seen this movie, each movie once, so I don't All right. have enough fresh memory to contribute much beyond what you've said to be honest and then his his well okay so if if we're if we're sticking solely to the movies we will for this first uh, couple minutes and then we'll branch off into the oh. how much better the movie thanos is than the comic books the, the comic books uh, that's debatable you and i both know that I never. His motivation is better. I'll say that. Does movie Thanos have a Thanos copter? Nope. You're right. Yeah. You're right. The comic book version is better. It's so much better. Um, No. (laughs) In the movie, I I think Marvel Studios did made the right move in changing his motivations as to why he wanted to destroy half of the universe. I I because. If it were to have gone the way the comics made it, <laughs> I don't think he would have been as much of a. He still would have been a threat, but I don't think he would have been much of a. He wouldn't have been compelling for 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 people for watching. it to be his movie. Yeah, for yeah. it to be his movie, it would have been like really. Yeah, right, I'm, so I'm going to get into that, it right anyone now. Anyone that doesn't know, I'm yeah. gonna, basically, I'm get into in right the now. comic books, he does he he has this motivation solely because he wants to. Basically, he wants to smash. He wants to smash the goddess of death. Because he literally, I swear to God. So he go, he he tries to kill as many people as he can because he wants to have sex with the goddess of death. And he wants to basically be like, notice me by killing a bunch of people. What? Yeah. Yes, so in them changing That's in the original the Infinity War context. In them changing his drive and motivation to being an environmental terrorist, basically. Um, like a pro-environmental terrorist. Yeah, yeah. In them changing that, it made him much more of a understandable character. Like, you understand his motivations. If you were to go into that movie, let's say, you know, two years ago, you go into the movie theater and you watch Thanos go on this entire journey just because he wants to, you know, get with death. Excuse me. Yeah, I was, I was trying to point that out as much as possible. Um, I was just saying, she's getting out of control. Maybe. You 
you would lose respect for Thanos as a character. Like, yeah, especially yeah. since he was built up literally since for almost ten years. Yeah, for about for about ten years, close to ten years. Like, I think it was, think it was eight in total, but still, you know. Yeah, it, it, you wouldn't have that same level of damn Thanos. Thanos was bad. Like, it, he was good, bad, good at being bad. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and Josh Brolin just was fantastic. Hundred percent, he was very good. Yeah, he was really good. Josh Brolin was fantastic as Thanos. It's weird to think that a Goonie is the one of the worst villains ever portrayed <laughs> in cinematic history, but you know it is what it is. All right, anybody one of the else? Best had... or worst? What was that? One of the best worst. Oh yeah, one of the, one oh, of the yeah, best, one of the best worst. worst. Okay. Best of the worst. Yeah. Anybody else have anything cool or anything to say about Thanos? Mm-mm. All right, so we are going to move on to. Uh, our next controversial villain, apparently. Uh, controversial <laughs> to Jake. Um, not controversial, this, I just I wrote this, this in because I didn't give a shit because I love this. I love, well, all right. So Ivan Drago from Rocky Four and whatever, Creed Two. he's in that also. Um, oh, yeah. Break you. Yeah. Is the, this is, he is the quintessential 80s villain. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Russian. He's tall. He's got blonde he's hair. He's beautiful. He's strong. <laughs> and he's doping on steroids. And he's doping. Exactly. And he's an overwhelming force for bad because he's a Russian. <laughs> he's a Soviet. He's not a Russian. He Whatever. wasn't Russian then. Whatever. He was a Soviet, yes. Um, but yes, for me, obviously... He kills Apollo Creed, that fucking bastard. How dare you? You should have thrown the <laughs> towel, Rocky. You should have thrown the towel. Yeah, he should have. All right. Anyway, this is my favorite Rocky movie. Many people's favorite Rocky movie. Yeah, it's my favorite too. Um, very good movie. Um, Close, closely ahead, or very slightly ahead of <laughs> Mr. T and uh, I like Rocky Club, One. Clubber Lang. God, that was stupid. You shut your mouth, woman. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. All right. Anyway, anyway, we're not we're not having a. This is not the bro down podcast. We're gonna Sorry. we're gonna talk about Ivan Drago now, and how awesome he is. He doesn't even have to speak. All he has to do is speak really broken English, and be really fucking strong. Um, if he yeah, dies. No, anyway, yeah. If he, he dies. dies, he dies. I love that gif, by the way. I do too. I use it so much <laughs> when I go out drinking with people. They're like, I can't drink anymore. I say, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dolph Lundgren, great job being a brute that looks really strong, I guess. Yeah. Also, by the job. way, an absolute genius. I think he has like five PhDs. Yeah, he's so smart. Very smart. Um, yeah, so, but... um. I think also about this movie. Unfortunately, I wasn't alive at the time, but it came out height of the Cold War, obviously. Yep. Um, it, it's I mean, basically, it's... you know, that classic Cold War American movie, but America with boxing. Soviet Russia. Yeah, you know, so Rocky is the overwhelming underdog. His friend is murdered by this Russian piece of shit, and he just, he just feels he has to fight this guy. 
He might die, but he has to fight him anyway. And he goes to Russia to fight him in Moscow on Christmas. Beats the shit out of him. Everyone in Moscow shouting USA, USA. This movie. The like Soviet Russian prime minister starts clapping. (laughs) Rocky beats this. If we could change, they, they hug it out. You yeah. could change it. You could change it. Alright, enough. <laughs> Ivan Drago, great. Just it's I think he speaks more about to this movie, but this movie is so good. He is a fun villain to love though. But it, it, he's iconic. Absolutely. Outside iconic. of yeah, outside, outside of, of nerd culture, Apollo. he is an 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 absolutely iconic movie villain. Uh, yeah, outside of him killing Apollo, we love everything about him. And of course, James Brown, his performance oh, yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Living in America. This movie is so hey, good. Everything about hey. this movie, I want to watch it so bad. I, I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Any comments, Chris, Cheyenne? <laughs> While we're waxing poetic about this masterpiece of a movie? No. Oh, wait, uh, wait is this the one where he has like the the whole like four minute song montage where he's driving in his Lamborghini and it's just yes. like street yes, yeah, because that's after Apollo <laughs> dies yeah he's just sitting there and all you see is the street lights blown over his face with the, the uh you know the really stereotypical 80s like um montage music montage music yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright 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 we're done we're done we're done <laughs> alright <laughs> We're going to move on to our next video game and, uh, I mean, probably the most famous video game villain of all time, um, Bowser from Mario. Bowser! Of course. Do, 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 do. Uh, I don't really have much so to say. So long, gay Bowser? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That that. What? Okay, so yeah, that, that, that quote is a, uh, it's a miss, like, miss, uh... Pronunciation. It's not a mispronunciation. I think it's like, well, it's what, it or, sounds like he's saying. Yeah, so he's, he's like saying really so long, Bowser. So long, Bowser. But it's so like it's so conjunct and messed up that it sounds like he's saying so long, gay Bowser. <laughs> and they cut that. They cut so... that from from the uh, remaster of uh, or not the remaster, but the re-release of uh, Mario sixty four. They cut it. Did they really? Yeah, they cut Aww. it. Oh man, so what long, the... gay Bowser. Yeah. What <laughs> what kind of uh, pants does Mario wear? Overalls. No, what what material are they made out of? Denim. Denim. Denim, denim, denim. Oh. All right, and with the next, we're going to go ahead and move on. <laughs> Unless Jake oh, had anything else to say. Yeah, go ahead. I did. I was I just did. kidding. That was a joke. So, like I said earlier, when we were talking about Robotnik. Um, and, uh, I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTubers. Fucking nerd? Especially um, those concerning video games and literally anything and everything about video games game theory i do watch him love him um Looper. but i have seen there's this uh youtuber i like as well his name is relax relax and um he did a whole video about you know what what happened to bowser like is he still the villain or is he has he changed over the years and he presented a very very interesting theory and all credit goes to him. This is not my thinking at all. Um, so, you know, throughout all the games from literally Super Mario Brothers, 
up until whenever New Soup came out. Um, it was early, or like mid-2000s. The New Super Mario Bros. that came out on the DS. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So up until that point, you know, Bowser was just, he was inconsistent, but he was still the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But in one of the new Super Mario Brothers, Bowser falls in the lava and dies. Like, we literally see him turn into uh, Dry Bones Bowser. Oh. And Bowser Jr. takes his bones and takes it to Kamek, the Magic Koopa, and brings him back to life. And so he thinks, he suggests there that there's a, a split in the character where there's still goofy Bowser, you know, who goes and does cart races and hangs out at Mario parties and all that. But there's this evil Bowser that came from just this husk of the bones and all that. Why are you looking at me like that, Matt? Conspiracy, baby. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I think it's a great explanation as to why, you know, you go play Mario Galaxy, let's say, and he's still an evil asshole. But then, you know, the next game, he's hanging out, playing mini games with everybody or whatever. Because there's a, a personality split. Mm-hmm. Or a character split, I guess. Uh-huh. Hmm. Thoughts, I Chris? I just thought it was I know you, you seem very enthralled. I just don't know anything about this. <laughs> I don't know the first thing. So... That's why I'm just I, have to, I have to say I kind of I'm kind of with Chris on this. Not that I don't know who Bowser is and that I haven't played <laughs> Mario games. It's just he doesn't have a solid motivation in my mind, I guess, cuz I'm used to the Other old than games wanting and he to just steal and rape yeah, Peach. He just shows up, takes her and leaves and it's like, okay, but why? You know? Um and maybe the later games that I never finished because I never finished games uh <laughs> explain that more but uh, to me he doesn't have a very solid motivation. Funny you brought up game theory cuz I have a video for you I'll send you a link. Oh jeez. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to our collective obviously these are probably the absolute S tier elite tier villains in existence. Uh, I think that all four of us could absolutely agree that these should be at least one on one and two on any villain list ever. Well, we're going to yep. go. I, the, there are no particular order, obviously, um, but we're going to start with uh, Darth Vader from Star Wars. Um, I'd like Another to put tragic bottle. Um, Dylan. Oh, that is Kylo Ren's saber. Yeah, that's not... Wait, wait, wait. I know. That's why I said I'd like to put up a rebuttal. A rebuttal? Oh, you think a Kylo rebuttal? Ren is a better character than you Darth Vader? You think Kylo Are we gonna get Ren into this is right a now? better villain no, than Darth Vader? but I like, oh. I like <laughs> Kylo more than I like Darth Vader. Oh, well, yeah. Because he's cute. And, and because I like Adam He has Driver. a sideways face. He looks like Jake with a sideways face. What? Yeah, there you go, right there. <laughs> no, saw, there it is. That's not what Adam Driver looks like. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. I'm it's sorry, not. Adam. All right, who wants to start first? Yeah, because Adam Driver is blasphemy. To us. Who wants to go first? I freaking love Darth Vader. Who Clearly. doesn't? Who doesn't actually love Darth Vader? Yeah, who doesn't love Darth Vader? Is, does Show any, any four of us not believe that he deserves? I know somebody who doesn't like Darth Vader. Not, right, well, not somebody. Yeah, I mean, Do everybody any knows of someone. You four, everybody knows somebody like that. Me. 
I, no, I know somebody who doesn't like Darth Vader. Oh, is it your is wife? Is it you? The entire planet of Alderaan. Oh, shut the fuck up. They can't, they can't like or dislike him. They're dead. <laughs> They're <True>. dead. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, I think, Lord, I think more, if we're going to go that, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't like him. He's Chris. a villain. <laughs> yes. Do you like him or not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ow! I like that, it, that you, you can kind of understand his journey, like how, how he, how do I put this, how he becomes like through so much loss and through so much pain, it kind of molds him into being Vader. Yeah, I, I think, I think we'd all agree that it, it could have been told better the first yeah. part of the story, but yeah, we understand it. I've, I've got the you, high ground. It's over. Have any of you dipped, in, or dipped into, you know, like the extended universe stuff, like the books or anything? The stuff that's been recanonized or the old stuff? No, well, some of it. Some of it has been recanonized. There's a book that I just read. Uh, is that lightsaber making noise? Yes. Can you Sorry, turn it Miles off, is, please? Thank Miles you. is playing with it. Um, there's a book I just read about Darth Vader. It was solely about him and his life. And the reason... This might be getting into too much stuff, but... You know what? Give me a minute. I have to deal with my own. All right, well, then, we'll, okay. here, we're, we're not live. We'll take a break, then. Okay. And we're back. All right, sorry about that. Had to take a break oh. there for a second. But, uh, yeah, we were uh, just talking about Darth Vader um, and uh, why we love this character. Yep. I believe Jake was speaking. Yeah, so just to real quickly summarize what I was trying to say is that in that book that I read, it made me feel much, much more sympathetic for him as a villain because it goes into detail about how shitty his suit is for him. Oh, yeah. Like, constant, yeah. it's constantly, constant like... Wrong. It's just in, he's in constant, absolute terrible pain. But the emperor—that's um, that, that's a, that's the Sith way. Exactly, and it makes it it draws out his emotion, which in turn makes him stronger, you know. And yep. so, in expand in exploring the expanded lore, I've learned to sympathize with him a lot more. Not that I didn't already love him already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, um, he's just a quintessential villain. You know, he he's is. all dressed in black. He's very menacing. Um, he's overpoweringly strong and something that just doesn't fucking happen anymore is he was a villain for more than one damn movie. Yes. He was in three movies mm -hmm. and he was in movies before that. And you saw his change. Yes. Yes. Like you saw a hundred percent of him before he was a villain. And then as, as he was a villain and yeah, and, perfect. And, yeah. Villain. He, he gets a redemption. Yeah. Absolutely. And he had lasting imprints in the. He had lasting effects. Well, in the following movies, at yep. the time he did, and then it didn't really seem that way in the sequels. But you know, kind of just was like, eh, it didn't really matter. You can talk to Disney about that. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> different. He's different even culture. done justice in almost every form of media he's ever been in. So like, um, <clears throat> in. In Star Wars uh, Rebels, he's used very sparingly, I, which is the sequel show to The Clone Wars, which please watch. Please, please. Anyone at home and you guys, please watch it. It's so fucking good. Just start from season two. Season one is for kids. And then they really realized <laughs> where their audience for was. Kids. It, no, it was. 
the Clone Wars, the the Clone Wars is a is a cart was an animated show that was made for kids. Season one is very childish. Uh, Jake, your mic's still muted. Um, okay, I'm just all right. But um, from season two on, they realize where their audience was, and season two of the Clone Wars on is is um, it's very good. It's really 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 good. <clears throat> um, I finished it in like a month. I watched it every single day. It kept me up way too late at night watching it. Um, also, Star Wars Rebels, also very good. Vader in that from time to time, used very sparingly, though. But um, that, like, that the absence of seeing that character growth between episode two to three, or that, that character change, I wouldn't say growing into Vader is growth, but that yeah. change from Anakin to Vader is told so much better through the Clone Wars because it's it's everything from episode two up into literally the last season takes place during episode three. Oh, oh wow. wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> and if you like The Mandalorian, please watch oh, it. Please watch it. The there are characters um, in The Clone Wars and in um, um, and in Star Wars <gasps> Rebels that are going to be in Mandalorian season two. Is please the child going to be? No. The child was oh. not in Rebels. Could have been. I like the child. I'm sh- everyone likes baby. Everybody Yoda, loves yes. the child. God. Um, <laughs> I swear they're trying to slap his face on literally anything right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like yes, the Mandalorian do. Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> please. Oh, yeah. But do anyway, I, I don't think there's really anything more that we can say about Darth Vader that hasn't been said before. Right. Quintessential villain. Absolutely amazing. Um, <clears throat> it's just a perfect example of what happens when. Everything is knocked out of the park. D- design, voice, lines, everything, everything. Backstory. The power scale, backstory, the lore, everything. So amazing <clears throat> and great. Which, unfortunately, the old movies haven't aged in a way that really, really, really showcases his power. If, yeah. you, if you want to know and understand the power of Darth Vader, just to get a taste of it. Just watch the last fucking scene in Star Wars uh, in uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Oh my god. That's that was one of the greatest cinematic <laughs> moments in Star Wars history in that movie. Yeah, it is. Holy shit. <gasps> Thinking about it, dude, just gives me chills. I'm, oh, I love it. Um, and like- the ending scene from um, Star Wars Fallen Order. Great. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Go for it, Chris. I like how um, in the original star wars movies it, w- it was probably shocking to people to see him kill his own man like yeah you disappoint me you piece of shit choke him out yep and um it just shows that he's ruthless absolutely it, and that really was might have been might have been shocking i don't know i wasn't alive in the 70s but yeah um i would say um i mean as far as I know from what I've heard, George Lucas did model the Empire after the Nazis, obviously loosely, but because I mean, if you look at their garb and stuff that they Storm wear, Stormtroopers, the yeah, like not necessarily the Stormtroopers, but like the officers, you know, they have the gray, that flat gray suit, which is, you know, that that was the the, the Nazis' garb was like mostly gray and tan, based on you know where they were, but oh, uh, sorry, I dropped my pen, um, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, so I guess, uh, if anybody else wants to wax poetic about Darth Vader for a minute, go ahead. No. All right. 
Well, we're going to probably, we're going to move on to, uh, at least I know probably me and Jake's favorite character in existence. Um, the Joker needs no real introduction. Uh, but if you don't know who it is, he's a Batman villain, um, featured in many Batman comic books, movies and such. Your, your mic is still muted, Jake. Um, I saw you try to speak there. Um, I'll let Jake take it away first. Cause he'll probably say pretty much everything I want to say. So <laughs> if I'm going to start with the Joker, well, starting with the off on the Joker, like there's only ever been one iteration of the Joker that I've been like, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Only one. Uh, there's only uh, been one that wasn't good. Uh, I don't know if I even, well, maybe I, two, if you want to get an animated stuff, the, the Joker that was like crazy and had, yeah, that was weird. From the Batman, the show. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not that I didn't like him. He was, it was just weird. weird. Yeah, he had like. But, um, yeah. If you, the reason I think the Joker is so well is because is is such a perfect villain. Because if you look at Batman and you look at the Joker, they're two sides of the same coin. Yes, they are the antithesis are, of each other. Exactly, and. Like I said, outside of literally one or two iterations, there's been consistency through actors, through... Granted, there have been stylistic changes and character, um, just like Which, morality character I'll changes. I'll say that I'm all for those because I never want to see the exact same character unless it's portrayed by the same person or in the same universe. Yeah. I don't want yep. to see the same version of that character over and over again. That's how you exactly. get, that's how you get stale characters and and there's no extra you know like I don't know but yeah go ahead I'm sorry it, it it's just being the antithesis of Batman is it and being literally polar opposites and all that it's it I don't even know how to describe it there's never been a bad iteration of a Joker you know even even Jared Leto's iteration of the Joker was different. I just wish I could have Joker. seen more. I just wish that I could have yeah, seen more. Yeah, I wish he would have had more time. Because um, literally, what was the joke? You had more screen time of the Joker in that Skrillex song that was for the movie than you did in the actual movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Skrillex uh, fucking, what's his name? Um, Purple Lamborghini. Yeah. Purple With Rick Banner, Ross. Le- 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 le. Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick I'm Ross. wondering how much footage there is like in a vault somewhere of Jared Leto's Joker. I, I saw probably, probably more leaked footage outside of the movie than I did than I saw in the movie. I mean there were there's str- there were straight up scenes that I that I saw that were leaked while filming that were not even hinted at or seen in the movie ever. Mm-hmm. But I mean every iteration there's you every actor who's played him you find different nuances that they pull out of that character because the Joker is just whatever you want it to be as long as it's maniacal, He's- psychotic and incredibly intelligent at the same time. Perfectly malleable. Yeah. You can, you can make him, him literally anything. whoever you want. And like Jack Nicholson's version. Let's start. Well, let's start with Cesar Romero's. He was campy. He was funny. You know, like perfectly early era of Batman comics. Like, you know, Joker. Oh, he's a funny villain. You know, okay, cool. Jack Nicholson was also campy, but he started making it more twisted a little bit more demented mentally and brutal 
and then you move on to Heath Ledger's, which is just, I mean, yeah, we what else know. can you say other than it was Heath yeah, Ledger's? It was amazing. Amazing. And then you move on to Jared Leto, who again, I won't say I hated it, but it definitely was not my favorite iteration. He was much more of a modernized, like, maniac hunch, Go henchman. Go, Go ahead, Chris. May I say that it was just, maybe you don't hate it, but you were underwhelmed? Maybe. You don't have enough information to even it, it, get a real opinion about it because it, you only see like three minutes of him. That, and I would also say the fact that some of the things that he did in that movie, I was like, why? But at the same time, I don't hate it because it's the Joker. So I'm like, I don't know, it's the Joker. And you, he it's was, so easy he, to chalk it up to In that. that movie, he was more cringy for me than anything. Like in that yeah. scene when he's talking to fucking um, what's the rapper? Uh, hunka, hunka. Yeah, that exactly. That I was like, oh god, please no. Or when he's and then when he was like, <laughs> like when they did that scene in the trailer, like I'm not gonna kill you. That was I'm cool. I'm just gonna hurt. You. I was like, that was cool. <gasps> yeah. But like, we didn't. We, that was we didn't even get that in the movie. I don't think. I don't. I don't remember it. But his best scene in the movie was when he was wearing the suit and he was in the chopper. When he yeah. was, when he had the giant M60 and the grenade, that was the best. That was the best scene for him in the whole movie. And then you move on to the most recent iteration, at least of live action actors of Joaquin Phoenix, and damn, that was just another fantastic performance that I don't think will ever Fan- be. No, yeah, that movie- fantastic. I had when that movie was ending, when he was sta- the first time I watched it in the theater, when he was standing on top of the car at the very end, I literally had tears in my eyes. How yeah. fucking amazing it was! Yeah, yeah. The, and what, that's it. I have the to music say that in that the- movie also was absolutely killer. The scene with him in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, chilling. And then absolutely, Shane, chilling. go ahead. I have something to say, but yeah. Shane, go yeah. ahead, Shane. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just I was just gonna say that's a side of the Joker you don't really get to see that often. You really got into his psyche in the Joker film versus like you kind of just see him on uh, in, from Batman's point of view as a bad guy, you know. There's he's a lot he has a lot more depth of character than you know, you realize. Yeah. What, then, I was what I was gonna say is that it speaks to the credit of the character for them to make a movie solely based off of him. And have an actor portray him so well that he wins literally best actor in the Oscars. Go. I like that Joaquin Phoenix added a layer of vulnerability to the Joker. Mm -hmm. Let you humanize him more. Because you you feel you feel for him. You're like you see him getting the shit kicked out of him and you're like, Oh, poor man, like fuck. That sucks. And you see like every aspect of his life has been Dog shit. He literally, Dog yeah, shit. yeah. Everything that you could possibly think of, other than him dying, he was getting absolutely shat on for like two weeks straight, every fucking day. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so hard to watch. No, um, dude. the only thing that I find that that I remember hearing that people were upset about, other than people that said they didn't like the movie. Um, because that movie is pretty, it's, it leans so hard 
that it's it's it can be pretty uh polarizing or controversial like it leans so hard into some of that stuff like especially the mental health yeah. stuff and all that yeah but, um which is which is very meta by the way for a movie that takes place in seemingly the 80s um it also was only the second iteration i believe of any kind of real tangible quote unquote origin story for the joker the only yeah. other one that exists is the red hood origin story yep and which I they kind of stole a little bit from too a little bit yes um, but I, I liked, like, I think it speaks to the character where you can build an entire hour and a half, hour, 45 minute long movie around a villain that doesn't even have the protagonist in it or mentioned, or ex- it doesn't even exist at the time of this movie. It's like Thanos, like I was saying with Thanos, like it wasn't a, a yeah. the, the you, bad guy was the protagonist. Yeah. Um, so. But like and then, solely existed in this movie though without Batman even existing. And then we haven't even talked about Mark Hamill. Like the greatest mm-hmm. Joker, the greatest Joker ever. I'm sorry. Yes, like regardless of live action, yeah. animation, or video games. Sorry, Joaquin. Sorry, Heath. Sorry. Just sorry, no, no one sorry. no one can ever no one will ever dethrone Mark Hamill. The second greatest Batman movie ever made is Mask of the Phantasm. It was so fucking good. Yeah. She owned that. I had that on I, DVD. Yeah. Oh my god, that movie. I can't believe they haven't tried to actually make that movie. Like, a real live-action movie. I haven't even... Who owns the rights to it? Warner to Brothers. Movie. I was say probably WB. Um, so then, yeah. They could totally, with, with the tone they're doing in The Batman... I would fucking love to see it. Um, with the, the really yeah. detective-y, like, you know, not just super violent. Well, I mean, he looked really violent in that one scene, but, like, it's supposed to go with, like, a, a mystery movie. And, and, and that the storyline in that movie would fit so well with what they're after, I believe. with The, the more darker, grittier tone. Darker, very gritty, but, gr- like, grounded, of course. You know, in modern-day movies, everything has to be grounded, right? But um, unless you're a Marvel movie, um, but the the tone I think that they're going for in that where they're making it more of a detective movie and a, a whodunit kind of the like you know connect all the dots kind of Batman movie where in like the Mask of the Phantasm has the Joker in it it has a villain that's never at, well a antagonist the character the Phantasm isn't really a villain they're more of an antihero but um it's i can't believe that 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 character has never ever been in anything else ever batman related only that movie it was never a comic book it was a it was just a movie an animated movie and that's it i I I have to watch it i have it it's sitting on my shelf right now i just sent you guys i just sent you guys a retrospective about the character of the joker which is what i watched to originally spin off this uh this topic that I have where we're talking about villains. It's a 45 minute documentary on the history and the character, the characterization of the Joker character. It's all narrated by Kevin Conroy, by the way, greatest oh, Batman better. voice actor ever. Um, but yeah, 
I guess um, we we could all wax poetic about the Joker for the ne the next five hours, but uh, is there anything else we want to say about it? No, not nothing that hasn't been said already before. Okay. All right. Well, I do want to just mention one more time: if uh, in the comments of the YouTube video or anything, you know, you can add us on Twitter. Say tweet if you, us if you guys have any other villains you want us to do in a future episode for something like this. You know, we're more than willing to. Um, leave slasher and monster movie villains out. We're gonna we're gonna do that for a Halloween special this year, uh, in a couple weeks. So keep your eyes out for that, or keep your eyes out. Jesus Christ, keep your eyes. You peeled. can still tweet us your slasher and horror film yeah, like yeah. monsters we do and stuff. Know. We just we would rather have villains versus monsters or slasher horror. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but um, if you have some, if you really are passionate about your slasher horror, please send them. And if I haven't seen them, I'll watch them. But I've pretty much seen them all. All right. Well, we're while we're still talking about Halloween specials, uh, we're gonna have our yeah. wrap up segment here. We are gonna talk about our favorite and least favorite Halloween candies. Oh. All right. So, who wants to start us off on some Halloween candy that you love? Ooh, Cheyenne, go. Milky Way. Milky Way. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Really? It's a I Snickers say, without the nuts. It makes it good. And no, it has. Does Snickers have caramel? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. The yeah. Snickers also has that shit from um, Three Biscuitiers Also. Yeah. The uh, the nougat. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Well, I like Milky Jake, Ways. I can't have. I can't have peanuts. Oh. Yeah, Jake, you piece of shit. Excuse me. Sorry. I mean, I like Snickers. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I have eaten Snickers before, but I, I would much rather just have a Milky Way. My favorite. All right. Chris, go. I think I already know what you're... Uh, not Chris, go, but Chris, go. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. But My favorite or my least favorite? Your favorite first. My favorite. Okay, my favorite probably would be M&M's. Um, oh, all right. It's a, it's a generic... I know it's basically. I thought you were gonna say Kit Kat as your favorite Halloween candy. I overdid that shit. Okay, all right, fair Once enough. Like, like that's, that's like me with Sour Patch Kids. Now I can't do it anymore. And Mountain Dew. Yeah. All yeah. right, Jake. So I'm gonna be controversial. Go for it. Uh, this is not my favorite, so this is not my pick. But I will say that I love candy corn. And all you people who hate on candy corn, fuck you guys. No, we're gonna talk I do about love that in a candy minute. Candy corn. Oh. No, um, God, but so my favorite candy, bad. my favorite candy, Halloween candy is Smarties. That's very that that came out of left field for me. Holy shit! Those are my favorite candies in the world. I love going to Cracker Barrel where I can buy the Smarties that are like the size of a. Like is a that because you, do you snort them? No, I um, put them in my mouth, and oh my sometimes God. I chew them. Hey, kids at buddy. home, do not snort Smarties. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Marty's Lord. make great suppositories. Well, I hope oh this, my god! I hope this podcast has a mature rating on it, but you can't oh tell god. me you didn't do that as a kid. I never did. I'm not a fucking. I idiot. never did that. Why no, the fuck I, would I do that? You want to know what I snorted? You know what we snorted in middle school? It, it was not this exact stuff, but it was the lime salt that you would pour in beers and stuff. We would snort that in school. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't do that. What? And then one time, hey, dude, one time, I, let me, let me one guess, time, first, when you first cut up a, le a lemon, were you like, wow, you know what? I should drip this in my eyeball. No, you no, should do that. No. You should go ahead and do that too while you're at it. One time I also snorted crushed up fruity pebbles 
And that was the worst mistake of my life because my no nose shit. smelled like vomit for the rest of the day. Ugh, oh, that shit. sounds awful. I've never no snorted shit. anything. But night. yes, Smarties are my favorite candies. I love them. Oh my god. I could eat them for days. All right. Well, my, my I had no idea. Candy is a Twix bar. Um, yeah, Twix are good. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I le- if I like left or right better, but you know, I just whatever. Ooh, that's a controversy so, right there. You can't pick a side. No, I can't. I like both because I eat both of them. He's a moderate. Or middle. Yeah, I'm a moderate. You heard it here first. Yeah. Oh, um, all right. So, any other notable? Well, what I'll say. That's my favorite candy. What is your favorite? What is the best kind of Halloween candy to get when you're trick or treating or for Halloween? Uh, full size. Well, I was oh, say dude, full size. Ropes. Oh my god, dude! I remember that. Yeah, full size candy bars. Absolutely, hundred percent. Nerd ropes. Chocolate. You've never had a anything. nerd's rope. I don't like You've never nerd's had a rope. Nerd's rope? Oh my god. No, I've had them. I don't like them. Oh, that's like oh you. Fucking... Oh, okay. You're, you're, you're allowed to. Who do doesn't like, like nerd's ropes? Candy corn doesn't like nerd's ropes. Fuck out of here. I love candy corn. It's so good. I like candy corn, but I also like nerd's ropes because I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> You know what Damn, else I like you know that people you fucked don't. Up when Cheyenne's calling you names. You know what else I like that a lot of people don't. Dick. Uh, no, <laughs> a lot of people like Dick. Um, I like Twizzlers. I love Twizzlers too. I like. I love Twizzlers. You know, I prefer Twizzlers, you know but not the twisty peely ones. I don't right. like the no, peely the regular, ones. The regular ones. Yes. I'm gonna you know, you go ahead and start it off. Oh. Those are my. That's my least favorite. Licorice. Candy. Twizzlers. Oh, goddamn it! Nasty. No. One of my favorite things to do. You know, you can bite off both ends and use it as a straw, right? Hell yeah! I've been doing that yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. Yes. You drink so many sodas that way. Yes. With red vines. You're disgusting. Shut up. Oh my god. That, all right. So what's the all right? What's the worst thing to get when you're trick or treating for Halloween? Apples. My, apples. No. I got My apples can be good. Licorice. Apples can be good. The worst thing ever is a bag of fucking pretzels. Oh, oh my god! Or the popcorn. I hated. I can the do popcorn. popcorn. I like popcorn, but I'm not like. I have a giant ass bucket of fucking candy and, and a bag, a of, bag pretzels. of pretzels. Fuck <laughs> out of here with your bag of pretzels. I did get apple slices one time in the bag. Okay, well, like homemade apple, apple slices, slices with like caramel on it or something. Oh hell yeah, I've gotten that before. But jeez, dude, I don't like Pretzels. the popcorn balls. Popcorn balls, they're so hard uh, to bite. Yeah, yeah it, it hurts. I'm like, of, ah. yeah. I didn't like the popcorn stuff. It, some people just gave out bags of popcorn. Some people gave out like pre-popped popcorn things, and then yeah. those popcorn balls. And I didn't like any of those. All right, what's uh, Cheyenne? What's your least favorite thing? What's the worst thing to get? Twizzlers. Twizzlers, yeah, well, whatever. You, your opinion doesn't matter. Licorice. Licorice in general. Matter. Doesn't have your opinion doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Chris. Black licorice is the nastiest. <laughs> that is the shit. nastiest thing on the face of the planet, by the way. Black licorice. Right. If you black like black licorice. jelly beans or black licorice. I'm not. <laughs> obviously, I'm just. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay, maybe not. Maybe do that. But don't, don't actually do that. But it's but, bad. Um, black licorice is closely followed by those Neko wafers. I don't even. That look like Smarties. But they're not smarties. Yeah. They're disgusting. I've never had a Necco wafer. I don't even know. I look them up. Is that a Kakro wafer? I, no, not that kind of Necco. Anyway, Chris, go. I, I'm torn between two, honestly. 
Go for it. I Go really, on, really fucking hate lemon heads. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those. I love lemon heads. Those are disgusting. And They're so good. They tingle in the back of you. And oh. um, that's that's a that's called a cramp. Those suck. I don't know. You like having jaw cramps. I, I can just describe them. They come in like a like a little tube, and they're colored. They're basically like knockoff M and M's. Sixlets. Those things fucking suck. I love sixlets. I've never had. A I don't six-lets. know if that's. What it's it's, about. It, it's like an M M&M. and M. It's in a ball. It's a it's a ball shaped M and M. Okay, yeah. And when you bite it, it's like harder than oh. shit. No, it's like this powdery shit chocolate that's like fake as fuck. Yeah, I don't and know. It, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I've had those. Those are hard to bite down on. Because they're perfectly round. I like a lot of the controversial candies, now that I think about it. I love Almond Joys. Me too. Almond Joys are good. And Mounds. Yeah, and I, mounds. especially yeah. Mounds. If it has I don't coconut like in it, I'm out. I don't like almonds, so. I don't like almonds don't either. Like almonds? But, like, but you like Almond Joys. Well, I like That's it because weird. it's chocolate-covered coconut. I spit out the almond. Oh. Okay, that is controversial. That is weird. The almond is good. <laughs> I don't like almonds. I like peanuts, and that's about it, in terms of nuts. I like almonds. You like penis? Yes. I mean, I can't have a lot of nuts, but I like almonds. Oh, whatever. All right. Well, that is the end. Wait, I didn't get to say my least favorite. Yeah, I want to know. Did you not? No, I didn't. All right, Jake. What's your least favorite then? Those stupid little candies. They're no name brand. And they're wrapped in a wrapper that's a strawberry. Oh yeah, those are disgusting. Fuck Wait, those. they're like old lady oh, candy. Old lady candy. Cheyenne's about to bust out a bag of them. Yeah, you <laughs> said old lady candy. Those are my least favorite candy. Are you talking? About <laughs> yes, I hate those. I'm like really. Put those really. Oh my god. That's where they belong. I got them at the dollar store. They're good. <laughs> I try so hard to like barter and trade with them and nobody wants yeah, just, them. And I always. They're just strawberry like suckers, basically, in a wrapper. Mm-hmm. I, I have to go. My child is stuck. All right. My honorable mention uh, Tootsie Roll Pops. Okay. Yeah. Tootsie yeah. Pops. Blue Raspberry and Raspberry Baby. <clears throat> so good. Haven't had oh, one in a while because my teeth will fall out. Straws. What do you say? The sour punch straws. Sour punch straws. Remember, they had those like. I love literally every single flavor of those. They have the the faces on it, like, and it just comes like. And it's like like, it's like. Do you know what razzmatazz is? No. The 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 like strips of like it's jelly gummy candy and it's covered in like a sweet sour sugary kind of coating. Oh, dude, they're so good. Razzmatazz and sour punch kids. Those are the bomb. Well, now that we're uh, now that we're done offending everyone on earth, especially people that like uh, black licorice and black jelly beans, uh, <laughs> it's time to wrap up now because we've gone two hours or so, which is surprising. Honestly, I did not think we would be able to uh, milk this one as long as we did. Mm-mm. But uh, all right. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, please don't forget to uh, rate and uh, follow us on whatever the podcast app you use, whatever. Um, please recommend us to at least one person if you liked the show tonight and follow us on Twitter for any podcast updates at uh, Nerdy as Hell Pod. Um, like we already said before, we are planning on doing a cool Halloween special, just a podcast. So if you watch the YouTube videos, 
please go on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. Follow the pod- the podcast for that. Um, that one will be fun. So, yeah, keep your eyes open for that one. Also, soon, in a couple weeks, we're going to be uh, doing a extra-long Assassin's Creed deep dive. I don't know who yeah. will be in on that one. Whoever wants to be, you're welcome to join us in terms of, you know, us four or any of our friends or something. Um, but I'm currently replaying through Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Well, Assassin's Creed 2. I'm thinking about streaming Brotherhood and Revelations and 3 and all that stuff. I'm excited to play through some of them again that I haven't played in a long time. Um, but yeah, so though that those are some special things we got coming soon. So um, I guess uh, with that, anybody got anything else they want to remind anybody about or plug real quick? No? All right, well. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh yeah, follow so, yeah. us on Twitter. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Already got already got that one. Already got that one. Um but you already yeah. said that one? Yep, already got it. Um but yeah, alright, well. Keep your eyes out for those those special podcasts coming soon. And uh yeah, you guys uh stay unapologetically nerdy and we will uh see you guys next week. See you later. <laughs> Bye. So long, the boys. Bye everybody. There we are.